know, the worst part about this abortion debate is how the left just lies to all of their constituents. The abortion laws in California aren't going to change. The abortion laws in New York aren't going to change. There are actually what are called uh, uh, trigger trigger laws or something to that effect where when, if and when, the Roe v. Wade decision is eventually overturned, then their abortion laws will automatically become X, whatever was written into these trigger laws way back when. So as the left and their media sycophants lie repeatedly, unabashedly, to the American people, they stir up all of this trouble, all of this chaos, and all of the support for things like packing the Supreme Court, abolishing the filibuster, essentially making it a Democrat dictatorship. That's what makes this leak so egregious. And now the propagandists are likening the leaker to Edward Snowden, the hero that exposed the NSA. But if someone from the FBI came out to talk about what a corrupt organization, if anybody came out to speak against the leftist narrative, they would be condemned and drugged through the mud and their lives would be ruined because if you break the law and your oath of office and betray your country, then you're a hero to the left. But if you really try to do the right thing and it goes against this administration and their communist, socialist, Marxist policies, then you are the enemy. And what a surprise, there has been no new information to come out regarding the leaker or the FBI investigation. But from uh, there is this piece from Fox News, uh, John Roberts' Supreme Court draft leak, absolutely appalling. And it's in the opinion section, but it's written like real journalism. So uh, by Timothy Narazzi, the Supreme Court's final decision will not be affected by leaks, the Chief Justice says. Chief Justice John Roberts called the leak of a drafted court opinion overturning Roe v. Wade absolutely appalling in a talk Thursday, according to multiple reports. The justice went on to dismiss any question that the leak would affect the Supreme Court's final decision. Because, of course, these are what the political pundits are speculating. All this was leaked out to strike fear into the SCOTUS justices to make them rule one way or the other. There also hasn't been a lot of new news about the um, the protests, the outrage. There's still pictures, but you know what? Protesting is completely illegal, and I support it. If you are upset about something, feel free. Make yourself a sign and go stand somewhere and yell about it. But it's so scripted. 
It's so predictable. It's so disingenuous. And we don't buy it. Nobody's buying it. That's why it's not in the news anymore. Because nobody cares. Because we know they're all liars. And we don't care what they have to say. And good for us. And this is how we know that our inattention is effective. Because they're desperate for our attention. They must have it. They must have the clicks. They must have the ears and the eyes. And if they don't, they're not doing their job. Their propaganda isn't being communicated. From Tyler O'Neill at Fox News, Democrats push to pack the Supreme Court, abolish filibuster after leaked abortion draft opinion. Prominent Democrats have demanded radical changes to the United States system of government in the wake of the Supreme Court's leaked abortion draft opinion overturning the Roe v. Wade abortion precedent from packing the court to abolishing the Senate filibuster. Chief Justice John Roberts confirmed Tuesday that Justice Samuel Alito's draft opinion in the case Dobbs v. Jackson Women's Health Organization was genuine, although the draft dates back to February, and it does not represent the current or final opinion of the court in the draft, as we know. Right-wing extremists have hijacked the Supreme Court of the United States, Senator Elizabeth Warren tweeted Tuesday. We must expand the court to rebalance it and defend our basic rights, including the constitutional right to abortion. You know, I've always wondered, why is it just the select group of senators? You know, we hear from Ted Cruz, AOC, Ron DeSantis, as if there aren't other governors and senators. I mean, there's 450 Congress, 435 congressmen. I mean, we better Google it. How many congressmen are there? Putting it to the test. What well, we have, we have, there's five vacant seats. Oh, I, <laughs> I found a rabbit hole, guys. So 221 Democrats. 209 Republicans. Lots. There's lots of them. But we only hear of a, of a select few. Matt Gates, Marjorie Taylor Greene, Elon Omar, Rashida Tlaib. Why is that? Oh, well, I think I, I think I have an answer. Because they're the most inflammatory. They're the most willing. You know, they will call the press... The propagandists will call and say, hey, would you be willing to come on and say this? Could we quote you saying this? Do, uh, does that happen with Elizabeth Warren? I'm not sure. I think it's definitely possible. From the article, a stolen, illegitimate, and far-right Supreme Court majority <laughs> appears. <laughs> I can't. Oh, it's still still going back to to 2016. That that was uh, Senator Ed Markey from Massachusetts. What a freaking dum dum! <laughs> oh, there was there was news. Uh, I don't know if it was this morning, but it just came out, and is is coming out more and more every day that it was the Clinton campaign that was desperately trying to steal the 2016 election. And she failed because she's a failure. From Zachary Stieber at the Epic Times, 
on May 3rd, special counsel John, or uh, I'm sorry, this, <laughs> I should have read ahead a little bit. That was confusing. This article is from May 3rd. Special counsel John Durham on May 2nd alerted the judge presiding over the case against a former Hillary Clinton campaign lawyer of fines the Clinton campaign and the Democratic National Committee paid after a federal body found probable cause that they violated election laws. Boy, that sure isn't part of the mainstream narrative, is it? Durham filed the Federal Election Commission opinion and conciliation agreements that the campaign and the DNC entered into with the FEC, along with paying the fines for what the FEC described as probable violations of laws governing the reporting of political entity disbursements. At issue is the Democrat entity's ties to Fusion GPS, a firm that specializes in opposition research. The entities primarily paid Fusion GPS through a law firm they tapped, Perkins Coie. This is where the lawyers that are getting in trouble now come from or are affiliated. The payments were listed as funding legal services, but actually were used by Fusion to perform opposition research on former President Donald Trump at the time, Clinton's rival for the presidency, FEC lawyers said. But this operation by Clinton and the DNC, it didn't stop there. It didn't stop when it was just the, while it was just the Trump campaign, it continued on. And this is why I say everyone in the Justice Department, Justice Department must be fired. And it just shows that if a whistleblower says one thing, they're celebrated. If they say another thing, they are condemned and imprisoned. Look at Julian Assange. Wonder what's been going on with Julian Assange lately. The most recent article from April 22nd this year by Tim Haynes of Real Clear Politics, Russell Brand, Julian Assange is a dead man because he gave us evidence the U.S. commits war crimes too. We all know this now, so what would be the point of killing, Ju killing Julian Assange? Unless he knows more. English comedian and actor Russell Brand, who's excellent and uh, a staple of the Rumble.com community, discusses the U.S. government's ongoing effort to extradite Julian Assange in order to put him on trial for publicizing a video of U.S. troops committing war crimes in Iraq and many other secrets on WikiLeaks. Julian Assange revealed stuff that changed the way we view power, surveillance, and war, Brand said, and in each of those cases made it more difficult for the powerful to operate with impunity. I feel that we can't assume we're the goodies, we're the good guys, we're basically on the right track. This case is one of the reasons we have so much doubt and angst, because of Julian Assange told us stuff we already knew, but for which there was no evidence. He gave us the evidence, and for this, it seems he may yet be executed. Yes, we all wanted the Assange extradition to happen while Donald Trump was the president, while there was at least some chance that the right thing would be done and that real justice would actually be served, but it didn't happen. He didn't do it, and he gets a lot of criticism from his base, from the ultra-maga crowd, because he didn't get involved. Why? What could possibly have been the reason? Does he know things about Donald Trump that Donald Trump doesn't want out in the rest of the world? 
With each passing day, my trust that Donald Trump wasn't part of the establishment just diminishes. After the 2016 election, I liked to play a little game that went something like, what would the world be like if Hillary Clinton had actually won the election? And now I'm thinking, what would the world be like if Donald Trump had won in 2020? Maybe he did win. Maybe he was robbed. But how would we feel about him? With the price of fuel, with the food shortages, with the supply chain problems, with people going back to work. The numbers, the unemployment numbers came out. 3.6% unemployment, not too bad, right? Is that still possibly a result of letting people return back to work? Yes, I think so. Is it also probably a result of the inflation and those free government dollars just not buying as much? I think that's probably also the case, too. Before the crash that was related to COVID and the lockdown, there were a lot of people saying the crash is coming. There is a crash coming. And now the crash is here. Was it COVID? Was it Russia? Or was it happening from the beginning? It's all been made up. It's, it's a made up system. We decided, hey, these, these pieces of paper are going to be our money and they're going to be worth something just because we said so. This is what we're going to trade with. I will give you this stack of paper and you will give me these goods. And then you can take this stack of paper to another person who will give you the supplies that you need to craft more of your goods for which I will return and give you more paper. Okay, deal. So now I have to scratch my head a little bit. <laughs> As I scratch my head in real life, wondering, why is this a thing? Why are we just going to collapse now? Across the globe, inflation is out of control. Poverty and famine because of this bogus economic system that we just dreamed up out of thin air. There's something else going on here. It's a problem. I'll be back. Bye.